Welcome to the Inspiration of Now podcast. I'm your host, Tamor Bootson, and my goal is to inspire you through the different perspectives of each guest. Our guests will vary from musicians, entrepreneurs, filmmakers, athletes, artists, you name it. Each episode, I will be bringing on a new guest who I've been inspired by in one way or another and want to share that inspiration with you. This season is proudly sponsored by Adam Audio, German precision engineered studio monitors for any studio size, shape, or budget. Today, I would like to introduce actress Ashley Morgan. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So a little bit about you, Ashley. So you're an award-winning actress, and you were most recently in the film Native Son that played at Sundance in 2019 and now is out on HBO. And you're also one of the leads in the horror film Headcount, which is also now on Netflix. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So you and I, we met about, I think, maybe a year, year and a half ago at Sundance. Mm -hmm. And at that time, your film was just getting picked up by HBO, which was Native Son. Mm -hmm. And and when we met at the time, I was like, oh, Ashley's so awesome. She's super positive. (laughs) So I was like, who better to have on this podcast than Ashley? So thank you again. Thank you. So you're a working actor. You've been in a bunch of different projects. That list goes on and on. But what I'm curious about is, what were some of the challenges you faced early on as an actor getting into this field? (laughs) Um, yes, <laughs> there's tons. <laughs> I always say, if you want to be an actor, you gotta, you have to be ready to sacrifice. Mm. Um, one of the ma- the biggest things I think was family. I moved across the country to Los Angeles, so I didn't have my immediate family here in LA. So giving up a lot of the family time and I'm family oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, so giving up a lot of the family time to make the, the change and the pursuit to acting, um, a couple other things is just having the balance of of work as in like survival work mm-hmm. and then career and then personal life. It takes some time to kind of find, okay, I have to work X amount of hours to make X amount of money so I can take care of my survival needs. Right. But I also need to have time to take care of my human needs, like seeing people, going places, doing things. So finding that balance was really tough at first. I found myself um, overworking Mm -hmm. and being just too exhausted to do anything else. Um, And then just money. I mean, LA is not cheap. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so uh, trying to adjust from the Midwest cost of living to Los Angeles cost of living was pretty tough. Mm-hmm. But also just leaving what I what I knew. I, mm-hmm. I lived in Ohio all my life before I moved to Los Angeles. So I wasn't familiar with anything in LA. I didn't know where like a CVS was. And, and then pertaining to right. entertainment, I, I thought I knew about the entertainment world in Los Angeles. And it was just a totally different ballgame. I, I tried to prepare myself as much as I could in Ohio with doing background work, stand-in work, being on set as much as possible, networking with tons of people. But coming to LA and, and acting is just a totally different ballgame. You're going against people who've been working since they were kids. You're going against people who just got off TV shows. So the caliber of, of, of work is just totally different. Right. I think the biggest thing was just giving up my familiarity and really just trusting that this is my passion. I'm going to have to to take a couple L's if I'm going to you know right. decide to, to be an actor. Right. I see. So, you know, that you could say in a lot of ways is a really big risk and a big jump pursuing your dreams. And I know there's a lot of people out there who 
are working and that they also have their goals or dreams they want to do, but they don't want to take that risk to like, mm-hmm. you know, do, do what they love. And what, what made you want to like do that? Like knowing the, the risk. risk. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it was because I, in, in Ohio, I was also working in Pittsburgh doing some minor things. I felt like I had reached where I could go. There's no further I could go mm-hmm. in, in that region. And I craved more. Um, so it was kind of like, do I stay and do I stay and kind of just be complacent right. or do I take the risk and actually go for it? Mm. And so to me, taking the risk would be happier than me just staying in Ohio because, well, it's safe. Well, it's easy. Well, I know it to me, the risk of, of potential and the risk of trying and the risk of success right. weighed out the risk of failure. Right. Like not just wanting to stay the same the rest of your life and doing the same thing over and over you wanted to take that risk so taking that risk why is it so important that you and anyone in general step out of their comfort zone wow because you step out of your comfort zone that's when amazing things happen i know that sounds super cliche but i and i'll admit when i moved to la the first two years were very dark and scary for me and there were times i'm like wow did i make the right choice am i doing what i'm supposed to be doing should i just go back home i miss my family all those thoughts are going to come to your head but it to me if you really are passionate about something Mm -hmm. and you really care about something you're gonna have you're gonna stay and try to make it work until or if you can't make it work anymore and i hadn't tried yet there's no point of me to to quit and go home if i hadn't actually tried to succeed in los angeles right wow does that answer your question it does it does yeah it's (laughs) okay it totally does ashley it totally does and um when you said you came here to la your first couple years here were really dark what were some of those Mm -hmm. experiences you had to go through loneliness um fomo (laughs) i mean i didn't have a lot of friends when i moved here so i I, all i knew were my friends from home so i would see them celebrating hanging out having kids getting married and i couldn't go home for any of those and my grandmother was sick, um, mm-hmm. so I couldn't fly back and forth to see her. So I felt guilty. Um, I felt afraid. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I, I'm kind of like a future planner. Like I like things to be planned out. Right. And I just didn't know what the future held here. Um, there's a level of unfamiliarity where I didn't. I just like <laughs> parking tickets. We don't have to worry about that back home. There's just a totally different. Where I'd worry about different things in LA, parking tickets, yeah, where I'm yeah. parking. So a lot of adjustments that just kind of waited on me. I was like, this is too much, too soon, too fast. Mm-hmm. I felt really overwhelmed. Um, so I just, I journaled and I tried to just talk to my family and friends who kept fueling me and kept encouraging me. And I needed that. Even though they weren't here in person, right. I still was relying on them through the phone, through um, social media yeah. through any uh, channel channel to connect. Mm. I, I needed the connectivity that I didn't have back home. I see. Did you feel like you were forgotten in some ways? No, no, no. People were, oh, I'm so, like, my, I have great family and friends. Mm. I felt included. I just felt like, oh, wow, I wish I could be there. I, oh, wow, right. I wish I could hang out with them right now. Oh, they're making plans. I yeah. wish I was, you know, well, I'm here in LA. <laughs> sleeping on my floor, you know, struggling to, to pay my bills. But I, I saw the bigger picture. I think if you, as long as you continue tunnel vision to that bigger picture, you'll, you'll weave around the roadblocks on the way. Right. 
Oh, I really love that. I really love that. So having those couple of dark years in the beginning living here in LA, how did you overcome those challenges and how did you get to the point where you're at now? I mean, this is five years. I'm just now feeling acclimated. I think mentality, I, I say that wholeheartedly, mentality changed everything. And I don't mean like if you're in a bad mood, you're just like, I'm going to be positive. Yeah. But really like, you know, this is happening. This is not going to be forever. I came here for a reason. I came here to succeed. I came here to be an artist. Mm-hmm. I watched other people's struggles. So that once you once you see other people and you're like, oh, I, you don't feel so alone. Right. Oh, oh, this person, this actor struggled too. Oh, mm-hmm. this actor was sleeping in their car. Oh, this actor didn't have any money. Right. I felt a level of relatability. Mm. Um. And then I, I tried to integrate into Los Angeles. I was like, okay, how can I bring these this family vibe and friend vibe here in LA? How can I create this? Yeah. I created an accountability group of girls who are um, all actors and how we can keep each other accountable. And through there, I have great friends. I joined other Facebook groups where I met amazing people who have great friends. And I was right. like, okay, I realized I could have that same family connected vibe I had in Ohio here in Los Angeles. Right. And I started to reach out for those different parts and aspects here in LA. Right. So you reach out to people, create this group, and you make it sound easy, but I'm sure it's challenging. Oh, it definitely is. Uh, because I feel like in LA, a lot of people, I, people are like, oh, LA people, I think people are just so focused on themselves and it mm-hmm. can come off as selfish or negative, but we're all just trying to to survive and succeed. Right. So it can, it can appear selfish to certain people. Mm-hmm. I mean, gratefully, I also made a lot of friends through work. <laughs> um, but it's, it's just kind of like putting yourself out there and knowing the right people will come or the right people will attach. You might have some, you know, some, some dead ends along the way and just knowing when people are using you and when, um, you need to cut them off and when you can connect and latch on to other people and they can latch on to you. Right. It's all about finding the right tribe, community, whatever. And it takes time. It's not something like, today I'm going to go out and meet a million people. It's just you happen to be at the right place at the right time. You'll meet someone or you your friends will introduce you to other friends or your work friends will introduce you to other friends. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just it happens um, seamlessly. Right. I like that idea with time. You'll make those friend groups and meet new people. Mm-hmm. Is there a story that you remember that really put that when you were here in LA or maybe when you were younger that you remember the most that was pushing you to the edge of like, maybe I should think about quitting doing this or maybe I should stop this? Was there a time like that? Oh, yeah. my In the first two years of uh, of living in Los Angeles, I didn't have enough money to pay my bills some months. Uh, I was really struggling to make ends meet. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I was going to auditions and botching them because I didn't really know what I was supposed to be doing. Because back home, I'd never done a co-star, guest star, recurring, series regular. And here, I was like going out for series regular with so much material. I didn't know what I was doing. I just felt like I'm in way over my head. I can't afford to live here. I the, The acting is really tough. I can't even afford to get into a class to help me with the acting. And it felt like everything was just too much. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like there, I was like just covered in muck and I couldn't see... I couldn't see my end goal anymore. Right. Um, and that was really, really, really tough for me. Within that challenge, was there something you feared about that? What, was there something that made you scared? Or Because it's like, I, I didn't want to feel like a failure. I didn't want to feel like, wow, I moved all the way to LA to be an actor and I didn't even make it a year. I didn't make it two years. I couldn't even, I couldn't do it. Right. Like this, this is like kind of fear you have when you leave your home. That Like if I go back, I'm a failure. 
which I don't think is true. Um, and so it was kind of like, I thought I had pictured what my, my life in LA was going to be like, and it was not the life that I was living. Mm-hmm. So then it made me second guess everything. And I was like, okay, maybe this is, maybe it's not the right time. Maybe I should go home, save up money, come back. Maybe I need to work on some other things. Maybe I was not quite ready yet. There's a bunch right. of thoughts kind of going through my head. I see. Right. So then with all these different thoughts running through your head, what was it in that moment in time that made you kind of overcome this self-doubt? <laughs> um, it was one that I didn't want to be a failure. Mm-hmm. Two, I care so much about acting and the craft, and I love it so much. I felt like I'd be giving up my dreams to go back, and I would know how unhappy I'd feel back home. Mm. I'd feel like I left the place where I love, I want to be, to doing what I love, to coming back home and probably doing something I don't enjoy doing at all. I just had had to figure out a way that I could survive you know do i need to get another job okay so i'm not making enough money they're like let's 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 apply for another job right you need two jobs out here you can't afford an acting class so hey my friend is has been acting for a long time he'll charge you like 30 bucks to come coach you and it's just like not using my network Mm -hmm. to help me in, in areas i felt lost and that's when i was like oh okay so it's la even though it feels so isolated you do need a network and community to survive right and that's how I made it. I, I admire that a lot, Ashley, you know, coming from like, oh, I don't know anyone here to being, you know, lost, maybe in self-doubt, but then overcoming mm-hmm. that. And I think that's super mm-hmm. inspiring. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This season is proudly sponsored by Adam Audio. Adam Audio was founded in 1999 in Berlin, Germany. Since then, the company has been developing manufacturing, and distributing loudspeakers in the field of professional audio. You can find Precision Atom Audio monitors in world-class studios around the globe. We're back here with our guest, actor Ashley Morgan. Thank you again for being with us. Thank you again for having me. Hopefully I'm not rambling too much. (laughs) You are not. You are not. So it's 2020, super Mm -hmm. interesting year. A lot's happened. What are some of the challenges you have faced this year? Poof. You got time? <laughs> um, again, a lot of things, actually. I was talking about this in my accountability group. Um, I am a planner. I like to know what I'm doing, when mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Uh, I like to plan for the future. And with COVID, right. you kind of can't do that. So I'm learning the importance of patience and trusting um, that when things are going to work out, they're going to work out. And something I've learned as I've gotten in the last couple of years, I was telling some friends of mine, you know, I would go to auditions and I'd feel so like, oh, I'm not going to book this. Oh, she's here. I'm not going to book this. Oh, why did I even come? Oh, I'm not talented. I worked on like my Mm self-worth. And now I'm in a place where I'm like, I can be an audition and be like, oh, she's here. Girl, get it. Congratulations. You know, whoever, whoever it's meant to, I'm in this place where I'm like, if there's an audition or a job, if it's meant for me, it's going to be for me. Right. If it's meant for someone else, it's going to be for someone else. Mm-hmm. And I say that because over over COVID, I had a pretty big audition and it was down to me and someone else and that other person got it. And right. before, I would probably be devastated and like uh, freaking out and why am I an actor and self-loathing. Yeah. And, and now it's like, oh, I'm really bummed. I really wanted that. But I'm also grateful that it's someone else's blessing and wow. that I, I have a blessing that's for me and... Mm-hmm. 
being honestly being in that mindset has been life changing for me because it's, it's, it, and not just saying that and be like, yeah, it's for someone else, for someone else, actually believing it. So when mm-hmm. things like that happen, you're not devastated and, and hugely affected. And so for COVID, I've been kind of like, you know, what's meant for me uh, as far as my career that's supposed to happen is going to happen. Right. And if not, like, what an amazing time to rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, most yeah. people were, were working or are still working. If you are, thank you for, for risking your lives and thank yes, you for working. Absolutely. Big time. Um, thank you. Yes. But like for all of us who were furloughed, um, it's given me time to rest because I've always, since I was 16, worked two jobs until this year. So I've allowed myself to rest and uh, understand the importance of resting and putting your mental health first Yeah, and um, taking acting classes and really... It's hard to take acting classes when you have to work two jobs. You just don't have the mental space sometimes. Yeah. But now that I do have it, I'm not taking it for granted. And I'm allowing myself to really interject all of that energy into the craft, which has been such a blessing. So I'm so thankful for that. Right. Oh, that, that's great. Uh, that's really beautiful what you said earlier about, you know, when it was down to you and another um, actor for this role. And then that other person got the role is like rather than coming at it with more of a negative aspect it's like Mm -hmm. you know what like i like as soon as you said that i truly felt that like wow like that was meant for that other person or it was that other person's blessing and Mm -hmm. kind of viewing it from that perspective or in that person's shoes i love what that was about yeah but i haven't always had that mentality i also be like wow it took time for me to to realize that because then when it was my turn Mm -hmm. i had to think this was someone else was, you know, someone else auditioned for this. They probably thought they were going to get this. Right. So they probably felt what I felt before. Mm-hmm. So it's like everyone gets their turn and there's enough room at the table for everyone. And when you honestly believe that, it, it changes your entire trajectory of your career. Because I feel like you can just, gratitude and abundance are ever, this is me getting like hippy dippy, but it's everything. And you mm-hmm. can go into an audition and be confident that you did a good job, that you brought your best to it. And that's, that's all you have to worry about. Right. Because if it's for you, it's going to work out. And if it's not for you, it's going to work out for someone else. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I, I love that way you view that and look at that. And, um, you know, right. So before the pandemic, I don't even remember what month it was, but I'm sure your schedule is looking like really busy. Did you have anything's lined up? And when the pandemic hit, how did you react to that? Um, yes. So I was still working at a film school and it was funny because I was at the point where I was like, is this still servicing me? Um, and I mean that like, I mean, financially, like, should I be doing something else? Should I be investing my time and energy? This is because it's my survival job into something else. Right. And I was supposed to film a TV show, but everything, it got pushed. Um, it got pushed back and then I got COVID. So <laughs> I wasn't able to do the show. Um, but yeah. again, my mentality is if it was meant to happen, it would have worked out. So I wasn't, I could have been devastated about that, Yeah. but I really had comfort in it just wasn't. It was someone else's blessing because it, mm-hmm. it was mine and then someone else got it. And now this is their moment. And I felt right. happy about that. But being in COVID made me realize I don't want to work at my day job anymore. And it's nothing against them. I just don't think it, service, it serves me anymore. Right. I think that's like maybe COVID or whatever case may be was a, maybe a good uh, like kind of opening your eyes to see like, is this really what I want to be doing? It, with my with my time between acting. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And even though it was... It wasn't a hard job and it, it was, I could get other things done. I was still investing energy into mm-hmm. it that I could have invested 
elsewhere. Right, right. No, I see the importance of that and choosing what you invest your energy in because our energy is very valuable just as our time is. Yeah, because your your energy is, is a lot, you know, and if if you're doing something that's really taking a lot of your energy, you won't have it then to invest into the things you actually care about. Right. It'll be spent. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it kind of was like, you know, do I want to be using my time, my energy for this? Or can I find a job that's more in alignment with what I want to be doing? Mm. Right. I, I feel like you're a person, Ashley, like who's always like, if there's a negative, you, there's always a positive within that negative. There's always something good that can be taken away from a negative situation. Now I am <laughs> because I used to be a negative and there's always a negative in there. And I just realized that that's a sinking ship and you're not going to get anywhere with that kind of mindset, but depression and, and feeling bad about yourself. Right. But yes, now I, if there's something I try to, I'm not perfect. Like there's days where I'm like still like, Ooh, but I try to like, okay, how can I, what's the silver lying in this? How can I look at this with fresh eyes? What's something positive I can take from this? Mm-hmm. Cause if not, you'll end up just feeling really bad and then you'll just sulk and, and there's no joy or progression in that. Right. Yeah. I totally agree with you, Ashley. Thank you for those great words of wisdom. So having this wisdom now and everything you've experienced and gone through what you've gone through now, if you could go back and give advice to a younger you, what would that be? You're good enough. It's simple as that. There's a lot of aspects of my life where I felt like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't deserving um, because of how I felt about myself and my self-worth. So if there's anything I'll say, you're good enough, you deserve it, you're worthy. Right. I, I think a lot of listeners, including myself, we can all take that away and use that, like, just believe in yourself. And that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so with that inspiration being said, I like to end each episode with an inspirational quote that our, one of our guests have brought on and that have inspired them. So what was the inspirational quote you prepared for us today? And what does this quote mean to you? Yes. Yes. Okay. Richard Paul Evans, everyone who got to where they are had to begin where they were. And I feel like that just kind of encompasses everything in life, like everyone who who is where they are now had to begin somewhere. That's how I interpret it. But like when we look up to people and we have our um, idols or people we aspire to be, mm-hmm. they are where they are now, but they had to begin where they were. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, so it's like everyone has a beginning point. Everyone has a starting point and everyone's starting points different. Everyone's journey is different, but you start there and you can end up wherever you desire. Yeah, right. I totally agree because some of the people I look up to who are very successful in what they do, they started mm-hmm. somewhere as well. And I That's why as an actor, I think it's so important to like the actors you look up to look at their first films. Look mm-hmm. at when they were like had a co-star or a guest star or look at their beginning interviews and see where they were and right. and now keep in mind where they are now and be like, "Oh, they they had such a huge, you know, they had such a journey, such a ship, such a career, but they had to begin where they began to get to where they are now. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And understanding that to be where you're at or where you want to be takes time and it's all a part of the journey. Oh, I absolutely love that. 
Thank you so much. <laughs> I was inspired. I'm sure the audience was inspired as well. Just hearing what you had to go through as an actor, the hardships you had to go through, having to move away from family, and how you overcame that. It's very inspirational. Ashley, thank you so much for your time. Of course. I can't wait to see you on more projects, Ashley. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. Be sure to catch Ashley on the horror film Headcount on Netflix and in Native Son, which is on HBO. And if you want to see more of her projects, go to our website, theinspirationofnow.com, for more links to all her work. Thank you so much. Thanks again, Ashley. Bye. Thanks again for tuning into this episode of The Inspiration of Now. I hope you took away a new perspective and motivation from our guest. I want to thank Adam Audio for being this season's sponsor and Brew Productions for creating our theme song. In season two, we will be taking questions from our audience that our guests will answer. Go to our website, theinspirationofnow.com, to see how you can submit your questions. I look forward to our next episode, and I'll catch you all on the next one.